Rock and Abdallah weeknight, 6 to 8, here on ESPN 1000. Back in John in the Twitch chat says, Careful, Black. Fargo and the Big Lebowski are great. But the Coen Brothers' best movie is No Country for Old Men, Ooh. and it's not close. I agree with that assessment. I didn't say it was their best movie. I was said in the 90s. Yeah. Those two movies are like iconic and in yeah. the, the short conversation for they have some lot. of the best movies in the 90s, Big Lebowski and Fargo. 25 years ago today, The Big Lebowski was released. It's like, it's like having a band and saying that's their best album, but it's not my favorite album, right? Like, No Country for Old Men is hands down their best movie. Yeah, I it's, agree. With it's that. their best movie. It's their best movie. But it's not my favorite movie. I of actually theirs. think Fargo is my favorite. I think Blabowski is probably my favorite. You know what? Actually, I really like Fargo the TV show that they, that they kind of yeah, like. It's good. They made it weird now. Like, they take it into different time frames and all yeah. this kind of thing, and they made it their own thing. But, like, the first one where they kind of set it in the world that is Fargo, like in, the, in North Dakota and stuff like that, was really good. Um, and then people are saying like True Grit was really good too. Um, they've Burn After Reading's a good movie. They've got sure. a lot of really good movies. But Big Lebowski is hands down the most quotable one. And I didn't even yes, think of this for sure. Didn't think about this. But it's it's been out for so long that they were still trying to instead of just like dropping the sound like they do now in movies when there's a bad word or there's a swear word and you can't say it on TV. Uh, they used to try to put in different words. Like, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. This is what happens <laughs> as he's beating on the car with the tire iron or the crowbar. This is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. But no, that's definitely not what he's saying. And like you said, during the break, Die Hard did that too. And yeah, like, it was there, a time there, when movies... a classic one uh, for Die Hard too. He, he says, instead of... Uh... Mother Blanker. Yeah. He says Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon, yeah. Mr. Falcon is dubbed in instead of the swear. And it, it, they used to run it on TV all the time. And, like, it, the obvious solution, and I don't know why it took so long for people to do it, is just, just drop the sound. Just cut the word out. Or it's okay to hear a swear word. Well, but cable, they did, don't. Did they don't hearing want people a swear complaining. word as a kid ruin no, your no, no, life? No, 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 no. I understand that. You and I no, get, I get that. I get that. parents. I mean, but who yeah. cares? But listen, on the Superstation at 3 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, well, I'm, I'm they're not saying, running that. I get it. There's rules and regulations. There's the FCC. I understand. But who really cares? Does y- it really matter? yippee ki Mother Trucker, as capitals are, says in there. Yeah. Like, it's like... Mother Trucker and then <laughs> Mr. Falcon was, a, was dubbed there's in. There's a really good one in Pulp Fiction too, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But it's a really good one. There's there's a website that like compiled all of yeah. the the good bleeps and stuff, or the alternate words and stuff. Black and Abdallah here, weeknight six to eight on ESPN one thousand. We'll take your calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six. We go to Tim on the South Side. Oh, no. Tim, do you have a complaint for us? Hey, you got to watch Johnny Dangerously if you want to see some swearing. Fargan ice holes and uh, you know, with, uh, <laughs> with, with with Michael Keaton. That was the greatest. Sure. And by the way, that was the greatest song I ever heard. I can't step in to see what condition my condition will be. Right. I'm glad you liked it, Tim. I'm glad you liked it, Tim. That's great. Oh, you guys are fantastic tonight. You're not promoting the best thing on April April 25th. You're not even promoting it yet. What's April twenty fifth? They're going to have OJ Simpson day. They're going to get Mike Clevenger's going to pitch, and they're okay. going to give away OJ Simpson all right, jerseys. All right. all right, that's enough. Yeah, no, I don't think that's, that's the case. That's that's your joke. That's all you got, that's Tim. All you got, Tim. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's about it. But you guys okay. are fantastic tonight. Thank you, Thank you Tim. You. Appreciate Thank it. You're going to get your number thirty two OJ Simpson jersey and go all watch right. Mike Clevenger. All right. No, come I, on, Zach fans. 
Let's go see the white beater. Well, okay. All right. All right. That's well, there, enough out of you. And that's yeah, the gonna, end of the Tim gonna, call, and there it is. Dump that. I mean, he was good for like 15 seconds. He was on our side for like 20 seconds. I feel like we turned a corner with him, and then he just... He went. He was. Go- we were going right, and then he just took he a hard left, careened off the hard off the cliff. left. I mean, and a great voice too. I mean, off we were all. I mean, we were. Yeah, we were. He was. I mean, I love the song. He sang for us. Yeah, that was. It, it, you know, and it, then a hard left. I mean, we were. We were hoping for a lack of lollygagging. A lack of lollygagging. Oh, no, we we got some lollygagging. At least get the reference right. <laughs> they weren't even allegedly did the same thing for yeah, God's it's, sake. It's Come not on, even close. man. Uh, and. And I thought he was going for like a USC angle for, towards me at first because yeah. of the OJ thing. Did Clevenger go to uh, USC? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not. I'm We're not looking sure. up Clevenger School now. Like I it don't. Matters. I don't think he did. It doesn't matter. No, it I doesn't so. matter. No, where'd he go? No, can't find it. UCLA. Uh, well, well, he's a pitcher, so he's a baseball player. High school. Uh, let's see. Played college baseball at the Citadel. Oh, the Citadel? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. The you Citadel. Because, like, not all baseball players go to huge schools. No, they don't. Right? Like, baseball players can come from anywhere. Yeah. All right. So there you go. 312-332-3776. Most calls welcome. Uh, you, you mentioned that the other night you were at a concert. Yeah. And you saw something that was very Speaking fascinating to, to what was going on so, around you. Friday night, I'm at the Bottom Lounge, right? Uh, over on Lake Street, like Lake and Ashland. I'm there to see a couple bands, mainly a band called Drug Church. If you like hardcore music, check them out. They're very good. Uh, they, they've played here a couple times now. They're very good, very good band. But in between bands, it was the band called... Um, uh, anxious, who were very good also, and then Drug Church was on after them. Uh, it, it's a 17 and older show, right? And I'm okay. standing towards the back. I'm by sure. myself. I'm waiting for someone. Someone's going to meet me there. I got there first. I'm standing Ooh, in the... you had I'm, a date? I, no, I did not have a date. <laughs> Just asking. I don't two, know. Two people happen to be going to the same show. It's another concert I didn't get invited to. You it's, wouldn't, you wouldn't like. You were working, first of all, and uh, you. I don't think you'd like Drug Church if I put them on for Boy, you. Boy, did Tyler and I have a night. I uh, heard. I heard. The, I'm surprised that I'm still allowed in here, actually, well, guys. I'm surprised well, that we, this is not... Black and Aki well, tonight. No, it, it's we um, we fielded. Uh, I'm surprised it's not the Charlie Bevins show. I heard we, we fielded three heard. separate calls for Charlie. Yeah. Marilyn called to, to talk to Charlie. Oof. Marilyn had questions for Charlie. Oh, I'm sure she did. Yes. Uh, so it was uh, quite the night. I know you guys did. Metallica. We really missed out by I know not you going did to. A concert. I heard the beginning of Battery. Actually, I heard the beginning of Battery. But yes, I was at a concert. You wouldn't have gone if I played the music for you. You wouldn't like it. I guarantee you. Plus, you don't like concerts. Unless it's Metallica. Um, so I'm there, and it's a 17 and older show, right? So if you walk into a 17 and older show, mm. and you're under the age of 21, they put gigantic X's with permanent marker oh, yeah. like on your hands. A, a college bar. Yeah, so they don't serve yeah. you, right? So I'm standing in the back, and there's this couple standing next to me. And they're young, I can tell, because they both have the X's on their hands. And in between bands, he says to this girl, I, his girlfriend, friend, I don't know. If he's if if this is situationship situationship maybe it's an on. entanglement who knows all right something's going on if she's still with him after this she is a saint um he gets on his phone now this is in between bands there's still music playing and usually they play music that's like the band you're seeing sure so it's heavier music right people it's a it's a sold out show people are still shouting to talk to each other he gets on I thought that Chris I thought that I had transported back to 1995 
Oh, yeah? He says, hold on a second. My fantasy baseball draft is about to start. Oh, no. And I have to call in and make my pick. Wait, what? I have to call in and make my pick. So the buddies are having a live draft. Yes. He didn't show up, but he's phoning in his picks. Yes. During the fantasy baseball now, draft. This is someone who is between the ages of 17, because it's sure. a 17 and older show, and 20. Okay. 17 and 17 and 20. Sure. That is the TikTok generation. Well, yeah, but they're going old school. That they're, is they're everything phoning in is their online. Calls. He calls in and goes, Yeah, okay. Who do you take? I'm first. Awesome. First, first pick, and he's not there? Shohei Otani. <laughs> what? Shohei Otani. You don't get the first pick if you're not there. Shohei Otani. Unbelievable. Give me Shohei Otani. Okay. Gets the pick, goes, all right, cool. All right, now you've got the list of the rest of my players. Awesome. Cool. Hangs up, looks at the girl and goes, I got Shohei Otani. And I almost, I almost <laughs> I, I had to leave. I had to go get a drink. I had to go get it. I was going to laugh at this kid. And, and she was like, was she's she impressed? Just, no, she's just staring at her phone. She's like, she's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh, okay. cool. Yeah. Right, how cool. many openers until the right, until the headliner? Right. She turns asks me how many headline how many openers are left? And I go, wait, who are you here to see? And she told me uh, Prince Daddy and the Hyena, who's the headliner. And I go, oh, you got two more bands, girl. And she was like, All this right, dude's okay. making his picks. Okay. On his- she goes, do you he's have like, nice? I got Shohei. Do you have to call back in? And she's like, no, they've got the list of the players that I want. <laughs> you have to. And- he had to call in to secure the show. To secure like, like, Shohei like Otani. Some, like there was someone else to take. He wanted. Who, who else is there to take? No it's idea. Shohei Otani. No He's idea. He's the best player in baseball. Who else would you take? No idea. So He's my, a dual player for so you. I will say this. Congratulations to you, Mr. Manfred. The wow. youth. The youth still. Corey. For some reason. Shohei. Corey. Still love yes, baseball. I got Shohei Otani. This dude is calling in between bands to make his pick. The number. You couldn't just text in. First of all, you have the number one pick. You, you know who you're going to take. You know who you're going to take. What weeks do you need to call in? You can't There's just no, call in. You don't need to call in with I that. assume Corey. That the, the drawing was done that night, right? Of that course. they might have done the drawing in person. He didn't know he was getting the first pick, so he called in. All right, first pick, awesome. <laughs> Shohei Otani, and couldn't like if he would have high five this girl, I would have walked. I would have punched him and walked out. Like yes. he was so close. We have high fiving this girl, this poor girl, and this dude is out here making picks on the phone at the hardcore show, like before <laughs> drug church goes on. And I'm like, oh, dude, you've got so far to go. That's and, and you know she's yeah what whatever. When's the when's the next band? When's the opener? Yeah, what, how many? I got to, I got to sit through two uh, more bands before the band I want to see. All right. Well, congrats to Rob Manfred. Uh, baseball uh, you is still alive and well. The youth of America to be into baseball. There you go. But then Adele is out at a club. He didn't care about the rest of his picks. You've got my well, list. He gave him the list. He, you guys got, got my a list. Whole list right there. Give me some pictures. Give me some some stuff. Corey, we're good. Corey, Corey, uh, Corey. But yeah, he really wanted Shohei Otani. Called in and like is uh, is doing the thing where he's like he's got the one finger in the other ear and he's like yeah I can't quite hear you but Hold I on. want Shohei, Shohei Otani Otani Angels. He's on the Angels. I mean, and that I mean, he had to be 19, 20 years old. Well, good for him. Had the TikTok hair. 
Oh, what? The, like the the floppy hair, like the okay, bowl yeah. cut floppy hair. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I kind. Were you, I were guess. you impressed? Not as, after he as, yelled Shohei Otani. Wait, the whole. So you you weren't impressed by the situation as the elder yeah, in the, you, in the you, room. You, you th- so you had some coaching points for him. Oh like God! You, you wanted, wanted to call a thirty. I wanted to be like, dude. You wanted to bring him over and be like, all right, here, here's the deal. First of all, uh, we need what a- group of nerdlingers <laughs> is scheduling their draft on a Friday night. What guys, is wrong with guys you who don't have dates? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is Sunday night stuff. Well, of course. <laughs> this is Sunday, Sunday night afternoon stuff. things. The, the season doesn't start for a month. What are you doing? What if Shohei tears an ACL, God forbid? Do you remember that time we, we were in our mid-20s yeah. and uh, our nerd friends wanted to get together and do an in-person baseball fancy draft? We were at, a, fancy we were draft. at Pequod's in the suburbs, weren't we? Yeah, it's, it's the one that's not Pequod's, but it's the, the Pequod's before Pequod's. Yes. It, Burt's, I think, Something is the name like of that. it. And we were in the suburbs. Yeah. And, and we got... We took a Metra out there to sit... We got so drunk. ...at the pizza place for like five and a half well, hours. Because it was an auction draft... Oh, man. That, that was the last time I did that. Well, we got kicked Never out. Again. We got kicked out because we got drunk and didn't take it seriously. <laughs> and then they had to put up Corey. with us for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. And when Abdallah says we got kicked out, not from the pizza place. No, 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 we no. We got no. kicked out of the league we got because out of the neither league. Abdallah and I were taking it serious as we go on to hour four of a fancy baseball draft. And you and I are buying players for a dollar and we don't care. I spent money. I spent all my money on a player. I forget Corey. his name. I forget who it was. I don't mind. It was uh, Reyes from the Mets. I had a That's player, who I spent all my money on. And he, he was out after the first week, the whole yeah. year. And I had no... It was I, a total waste. I, had, I kept on being like, Corey. I got a dollar left. And people, someone would bid $2. And I'd be like, Congrats, well, baseball. I'm screwed. Good you job, baseball. You have the kids, Corey, watching. You've, you've got some of the nerdlingers. They're ready. Doing their draft. I'm <laughs> taking Shohei Otani. On a Friday night. This is my number one pick. Hey, girl. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Monday night, talking to you. Six day weeknights right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Take your calls at 312-332-3776. Kyle in Plainfield, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kyle? Hey, how's it going, guys? Long-time listener, first-time caller. How Thanks you guys for calling, doing? man. We're good. What's going on? Good. I just want to piggyback off of Tim, who called earlier, who always seems to be uh, disgruntled in the uh, greatest mood possible. But yeah. he uh, seems to forget that... Uh, uh, a guy by the name of Araldis Chapman was signed by his beloved Cubs uh, right after domestic violence. So I just take a, I think he should take a look at uh, history before he runs his mouth next time. All right. We'll get that message right to Tim on oh, the south yeah. side. Appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks for the All call, right, man. You guys have Thanks, a good Kyle. One. Hey, no, take it easy, guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There you go. There's Kyle from Plainfield. Al Lamont, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Al? What's up, Al? Hey, guys. Uh, Abdullah, I'm going to tell you a story just like yours. So my son's 15 about two years ago, and he's dying to go to this Polo G concert, who I've never heard of, of course, because I'm an old man. So I'm like, all right, I bought him for his birthday. So I want to say the Aragon Ballroom, if that's still around, I don't remember. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ballroom's so still around. There. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and obviously they're all like 15 to like 20-year-old little kids. Oh, yeah. 
And I'm standing there just watching him because he's having a good time. Swear to God, the kid next to me might have been like 20 years old, 18 to 20. The concert is going on, and he's playing Candy Crush on his phone, man. What? I'm like, what? what is this kid doing? So it just reminded me of your story. Like, there's some kids that are just, they're special. You know what I'm saying? See, that's almost um, worse because that was during the show. Literally, you know? Polo G's on stage. Whoever this kid is, Polo G is. He's on rapper. stage rapping, and this kid's playing Candy Crush. Yeah. And I got my son on stage after, which was cool. He was on, they pulled him up on stage. That's cool. But, uh, on a side note, the Rob Manford drop, you guys, it might be the funniest thing on radio. <laughs> every you. time you play it, if I'm having a crappy day, I'm driving home from work right now, I crack up every time you guys play that. So just keep playing it as much as you can. Nobody gets sick of it. Thank you, Al. Appreciate you listening. Right, right, appreciate you, right? Uh, for Al, because he asked for it, we'll, we'll give you the full Manfred. Here you go. Uh, this is when Cordy Seeger <laughs> won the MVP award in the 2020 World Series, Rob Manfred at the... Completely with it, by he, the way. He's handing out the trophy, uh, medically cleared. Medically he cleared. was okay. Major mm-hmm. League Baseball released a statement. No strokes? That he was... <laughs> no strokes, no nothing. No strokes, uh, no nothing. He was nothing. medically cleared. Here's Rob Manfred. Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory, and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays Most Valuable Player Award presented by Chevrolet. So there you go, Rob Manfred from 2020. <laughs> that was the Bizarro World Series that took place in Texas, even though the Dodgers were winning the World Series, playing someone who's not from Texas. I believe Tampa was yeah. a losing team. Yeah, uh, And there it is. Handing the trophy to Corey Seager. He was medically cleared. He was okay. Corey. We go to Fred in Niles. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Fred? Hey, I want to tell you guys a quick story about a concert I went to last year. So I went to go see Elton John last year, and we had floor seats, and the tickets weren't exactly cheap. No, they're not. Uh, And the entire show, the lady in front of me was trying to Shazam all the songs. What? Of Elton John? John's going, Benny and the Jets, and she's got Shazam out. What's that song? Yeah, she was Shazamming, I'm still standing, and I just tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, Miss, if you need to know the songs, just tell me. It's Elton John. Just look up, just Google Elton John. That's wild. Uh, Yeah, it was funny. I've seen. Hang up and listen. Thanks Thanks, thanks for the phone call. I've seen people at shows. I went to a show across the street here at the Chicago Theater, and someone filmed the and I've seen this at the, at the United Center too. Someone filmed these people filmed the entire concert on their iPad, not on like a phone where like you know you see people with the phone up. I'm not kidding you. Just like that, Chris had the iPad up. And was filming it. Like, are you going to go back? and? I get taken a couple pictures. Like, I got some pictures from this show because one of the dudes from Jug Church was like, look, we don't have a barrier. That's our thing. We want people to run up on stage. It's a hardcore show. We want you to dive into the crowd. Like, constantly. People are on stage. The entire show, jumping, diving, doing somersaults in the crowd. Sure. He goes, this is a slower sure. song. I want, if you dive on top, I want you to fake swim. Do the backstroke. Do the, do the front stroke. Don't doggy paddle. You'll kick people in the face. But we want you to swim. So I've got video of people swimming across the bottom lunge. Like, that's cool. That's I'll take, different. I'll take video of that. But, like, to film the entire hour and a half concert on your iPad. <laughs> and, like, this one, the United Center one, it was Lil Wayne. And she's filming the entire Lil Wayne show 
on her iPad. Well, you'll have to get ready for this. When you start going to youth sporting events, I'm sure there are parents oh, yeah. who go to these soccer games, basketball games, where it's kids, children playing in the sport, but they're holding the iPad up recording. Yeah. I guarantee you that well, that a lot happens. Of, a lot of the kids now, a lot of the leagues just have video. Available. Yeah, but still, nothing cut, cuts the same like the home video <laughs> like the dad, of the of like the, the jostling video. In, in the like the bad uh, angle Good where eye. there was someone standing in front of you and the whole thing. RW in Irving Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, RW? Hey, gentlemen, uh, great song of the night tonight. Thank so, you. Uh, if you guys need a tow, I know where I can get you a, a blank and tow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll get you a toe. <laughs> exactly, yes. Hey, uh, listen, What? I know everybody's talking about the draft and everything, but uh, what are you guys thinking as far as free agency goes? I know uh, you guys are high into Ron Payne. He's gone, obviously, with the franchise tag. Sure. Who are you guys looking at? And then I got a sleeper for you guys afterward. Well, so, R.W., I want to see what takes place with Orlando Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was reported today that the Chiefs will not franchise tag him. But that right. does not mean that they're not going to give him a, an extended long-term deal. So I'm interested in how that situation plays out. Uh, so obviously offensive line, keep our eyes on that. And then right. if there's a pass rusher that we can go get to supplement what we have already on the defensive line, that's where Pace needs to start building up. Both lines, defensive and offensive line. That's what I'm looking at. RW, I would tell you, keep your eye on the Bucks. Keep your eye on some of these these, and not maybe free agents. Maybe some guys get cut. Maybe some re- deals get reworked. Maybe some guys are put up for trades. But keep your eye on the Bucks because I have a feeling that they're going to be selling off some pieces. And whether that yeah. means you can get some free agents from them, or it means um, you can also kind of move around and do some trading with them. Also, I'm trying. His name escapes me right now, but a linebacker from the Vikings was just released today, and he's very. I think Hendrick. he would be. Yes, Hendricks. Hendricks yeah, yeah. Hendricks. Yeah. I think would be. A good, and he's a free agent, so it's not like you have to trade with the Vikings or anything. I think he would be a nice – that he's very good. I think he'd be more than just a depth piece on this team. Um, and I don't think he would cost you a lot of money. So he's someone that I would look at. And look in the next few days at some of these names coming out. A few of these names might surprise you that have gotten some big deals that teams try to reset their cap. Yeah, my sleeper is a linebacker too, uh, T.J. Edwards from the Eagles, mm-hmm. uh, Lake Villa boy. Sure. Uh, full full disclosure, I'm a Wisconsin fan. He also played at Wisconsin, but I think he'd be relatively cheap, and he's a four-year guy. I think I don't see a lot of leadership on defense, you know? I mean, other than Eddie Jackson, who I'm not exactly sure about anyway, uh, who else is a leader on defense, you know? So I think we need a little veteran. We, we're going to be stacked with a bunch of young kids, so sure, I think we need sure. some veteran talent in there. I think this guy fits the bill, so... Sounds right. good. We got right, you down, appreciate RW. It, man. Appreciate Thanks for calling. You. All right, boys. Good Have call. A good Go night. find that toe. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. You know, talking football, Adam, over the weekend at the NFL Combine, we had the official weigh-in for Bryce Young. It's the weigh-in that we are all waiting for that has nothing to do with the fight game. Uh, Bryce Young weighs in at 204 pounds, and he's 5'10". Dude, so there you go. There's Bryce Young. He's basically five ten. I'm five ten. I'm not two hundred and four pounds. Easy. I'm not no, that. But you're five ten. If, if I had thirty pounds on me, maybe. I understand that. But that doesn't add height. No, thirty pounds yeah. doesn't add. Here, you want to see, you your, see me drop back in the pocket? 
to you tell see me if over I can get it Will done, Anderson. Ready? Hey, you tell me when, when to snap it. Go. No, you're not tall enough, dude. No, I don't think that's going to get I, it done. I will tell you this. I don't think I that, that's going to get it done. Young. I love Bryce Young. Love what he did at Alabama. Love Bryce Young. I'm not drafting him. I'm not drafting him. I've, I tweeted out a picture. There's pictures of her. Look up, just Google image search Bryce Young, Will Anderson. Now, mind you, Bryce Young has to throw over He's little. dudes the size of Will Anderson. He's a he little comes, guy. He comes up to his shoulder pad. <laughs> like, his, the top of his head is the top of Will Anderson's shoulder pad. Hey, mister, can I have an autograph? Like, seriously. <laughs> It's 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 like that picture of Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry walking out together. Right. It's like these are not the same. Like these guys are not built the same. Well, I, I do have to say this from from consuming all the information from the combine. I think there is an element where the week immediately after the combine, we over evaluate what takes place at the combine. I think there is a moment here. We do have to remember what we saw in the fall. What we saw in the fall was that Bryce Young was the best quarterback in college football. Mm-hmm. Now, I think there was... So, like, okay, there's a, a few angles here. One, I don't think we need to overreact as far as Bryce Young not being able to be the guy. I think that's one element. On the same wavelength, I would say, let's not overreact on what we're seeing with Anthony Richardson in suggesting because he's blowing the uh, combine workouts out of the water that he's now the next great thing in pro football because he was able to run fast and jump far and yeah, but how about against, those throws, no, though? against no defense, he mm. was able to toss it like a punt. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's, let's pump the brakes there. I like that CJ Stroud has just been steady the entire college football season. Yeah. He was the number one Heisman leader. They were good at Ohio state. He kind of fell off in uh, November when we got to November towards the end of this season, he mm-hmm. was still there, mm-hmm. made the Heisman trophy presentation. He had a solid weekend. I do think it is a problem though for Will Levis. Will Levis wasn't that good at Kentucky. Their offense wasn't good. And then when you get him in the workouts where there's no defense, he didn't shine like he was taught. What would he say? He had a, well, an arm that could throw over a mountain or yeah. something. Well, here's uh, he the had problem. a cannon for an arm. You you can't be the guy that looks the part uh, as far as the, the 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 metrics, as far as what you'd want in a quarterback, and then show up at the combine and have others out throw you like that. That doesn't work. Here's the problem. The problem for him is simple. People said Anthony Richardson's name too much. People said, like, he well, should have no, been... The, a- pro- the problem is Anthony no, Richardson no. looks like a better prospect but, than Will Levis. That's my point, is that Will Levis should have come in there and been like, look, I played with no... There was nothing around me. I had nobody to throw to. When there's no defense, I can throw football over the mountains, and I can be accurate about it. I can run fast. I can jump high. I can do all the stuff Anthony Richardson can, but I've got the accuracy. The problem is he got outshined by a dude that we weren't even talking about three weeks ago. That's the problem. Right. And and then let me go back to the thought that I gave you about Bryce Young. Let's remember about the fall. Let's not forget what we saw in the fall. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing we continue to go back to with Anthony Richardson. In the fall, he was a 54% completion percentage quarterback in the mm-hmm. SEC at Florida for a team that was under 500 that yep. struggled throughout the year. That's that's what I'm going to continue to go back. He may be the next great quarterback. It's going to take some time, but 
I think we have to have a measured response in what we see and hear from the combine because it, they're just workouts. But you, I so get Richardson that. Richardson looked great. Yeah, of course. I think it's a problem though that Will Levis did not work look great because the tape also doesn't look great for what we saw in college football. But also, it works to bring it back to the Bears. I think it works in the Bears' favor because you know that there's an offensive coordinator. You know that there's an offensive-minded head coach out there that looks at Will that looks at Anthony Richardson and says, "I can fix that." It yeah. says I with under I that thinks so highly of themselves as an offensive mind and quarterback guru that says I can fix that accuracy problem. You know, uh, we we were out on uh, Saturday night at dinner and there was a conversation taking place at the table next to us. Mm-hmm. And immediately we jumped in and had a full conversation with two strangers. Oh, there is something that people you. are talking about in the streets that uh, I don't like. Are you aware of what's going on? I'm going to tell you what the story and was not Bears related. I thought it would be Bears related. Okay. Because, you know, people are talking about who's going to, what are the Bears going to do with the number one pick? I'll tell you what what we heard, overheard at a table next to us on Saturday night. I'll tell you that next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. dinner on uh, Saturday night. We're at Etta in Wicker Park. Love Etta. And we're, it's just great the two of us. Great Oh, yeah. Very good. We, we got it. Great cacio It was pepe. great. And we got the, uh, the the pig fest or whatever it's, it is. It's a lot of pork. It's, it was great. It was fantastic. You would have hated it. <laughs> is that it. like Lobster Fest? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it has like a fancy <laughs> name. But my wife kept referring to it as Pig Fest. That's <laughs> not what it was. Guys, and then, it's Pig Fest. And then she was upset. She thought that they took it off the menu. <laughs> there was nothing on the menu called that. And then uh, uh, we sorry, asked. It's, it's Pig Feast. <laughs> it had a more a fancier name. <laughs> So we're sitting there, we're, we're, we're uh, having dinner, and the couple next to us, they're having their own conversation, and we heard a, a word, and the word we heard, or the name that we heard them say, immediately had us jump into the conversation. I don't know if you saw this, but on Friday night, I, if you are a guy that has a wife, a girlfriend, significant other, or maybe you just enjoy Bravo's content. Oh, gosh. Uh, if you are a, an individual that has a lady in your life or someone in your life that loves Bravo's programming, there was a bombshell of a development that took place on Friday night in the Bravo world. Are, are you aware? Did you see anything I, about this? Now this, look. This was all over the place, and we're out to dinner at a restaurant, and I'm expecting people to be talking, you know, Bears draft and this, that, and the Not other. That. And all of a sudden, I hear Sandoval next to me, which is a character Pablo? on Vanderpump Rules. You know Vanderpump Rules. It's, it's a classic show on Bravo. Now, look. 
show up to all of I, do know, I, do, I know of the Vanderpump show. Vanderpump Rules. I'm I've wrong never one. seen the rules that are Vanderpump. <laughs> yes. But as a person of the internet, like I'm on the I'm on Twitter and Instagram and oh, stuff, yeah. I did see I know I know the news. I don't know who they are okay, so, or what it means. So uh, please yeah. and, and someone and look, and here's the thing. I cannot judge as someone who is currently trying to avoid Bachelor spoilers uh, while it's happening right now because I'm going to yeah. go home and watch half of it and then watch the other half tomorrow when I get home after uh, after uh, uh, I'm in with uh, Waddle for spring trading from 7 to 10. Um, I can't make fun because I also watch the trash TV. So please explain this to me as if I've never, which I haven't, ever sure. seen a second of this show. Yeah, I'm your guy. I can do that. Please. Uh, here, here's the key. And and so I, I heard the table next to us uh, say Sandoval, and we jumped in. And we had a conversation between the four of us about the drama that's taking place. Mm-hmm. Now, this is all taking place off the show. Okay. Uh, th- this is real-life stuff. Because here, here's, here's the setting. Well, it is because uh, Lisa Vanderpump is a very wealthy uh, real housewife of Beverly Hills. Okay. She's on that franchise on Bravo. She owns restaurants in Los Angeles like Pump. Pump mm-hmm. is a very fav- famous restaurant. Uh, and Sir, Sir is a very famous restaurant. Does she restaurant. own a Sandy's and something, too, that I Sandy, saw? Shorts and Sandy's is that one that might be that was, up, up on the under now. Yeah, yeah. So, so most people are familiar with Sir. Okay. Sir is her like most famous restaurant in Los Angeles. They started a reality show like 10 years ago. Yeah, it's been on for a while. That is uh, about the people that work at her restaurant, Sir. Okay. So these are re- these are real people that work at Sir who now think that they're famous because they've been on Bravo for 10 waiters years. waiters and waitresses? Yeah. Ha- okay. You know, most of them are, but then also some of them have had some TV money for a minute, and now they're doing their own things yeah. and there's they're creating their own restaurants mm. shorts and sandies which is what okay. you're referring to and they're 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 living in los angeles they think they're famous and that's the setting right they're not really but they they're on this show on bravo so on friday night so there's a couple tom sandoval is one of the toms okay uh tom schwartz is the other one he sucks. Too. Two Toms. They, they both suck. Okay. They're terrible. Uh, both of them. They're both annoying and obnoxious. But Sandoval is in a long-term relationship with Ariana. Okay. They've been together for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Almost like the full duration of this show. They've been together. They live together. The whole thing. There's a girl named Raquel. Raquel last year joined the cast because she was dating James Kennedy. Now, he is a whole different mess. He's got all kinds of things going on. He cries in every episode. He has a drinking problem. He has all this different stuff. I hope he gets help. He and Raquel were going to get married, Hmm. but then they decided not going to get married. Okay, so they're not getting married at the... uh, Still together, though? At the reunion show. She gave back the ring. It was a whole thing of dollars. It was a big deal. But I I think it's, you know, good on both because uh, she she has nothing... She has nothing behind the eyes. Oh, okay. she, she's just right. there to All be. Right. She's she's. It's she's, it's a good face. Yeah, it's it's okay. She doesn't really offer a lot. Okay, uh, not much of a conversationalist. Uh, James Kennedy, on the other hand, he he's just extremely annoying. So put them to the side. They break up, and this season. So it, a side note: Bravo shoots enough material to make a season. And then they go on break while they edit, and then they 
the moment they're done, they just start filming another yeah. season. Mm-hmm. So, like, this isn't, in my head, it, it boggles my mind because I think of sports one season per year. Yeah. But, like, in the Bravo world, if they get enough material, they'll just stop shooting and they'll say, okay, here's a season, and we'll start shooting again in two months. Okay. So you could have three or four seasons that take place in a calendar year. Okay. Right now, they are currently in a season. So this is stuff that took place. What you're seeing on TV took place over the summer. Okay? Important note. Important note. I told you before there are two Toms. Yes. The rumors on the show that you're watching right now on TV is that Raquel and the Tom Schwartz made out. Oh, no. Over the summer. Oh, no. At Coachella. Oh, God. That's where it all happens. Except Schwartz wasn't there. Which he makes clear on the show he wasn't there. Okay. Well, what happened over uh, the weekend was that Ariana, so Tom Tom Sandoval also thinks he's in a band because remember the whole he thinks he's famous thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he has this lame band that, that he plays music with. Okay. Uh, he was at his show and Ariana, his girlfriend, is there fanning out and watching and recording him on stage with his phone. This is Friday night. Wow. This takes place. Mm. Now, the show airs on Thursdays. Friday night. This is real, real... This is real time. Real time. Yeah. As she's on... She's recording him. She flips up and goes into the photos. And there's a photo, a video recording of Raquel uh, doing some things alone time, shall we say. Oh, no. On his phone. On his phone. On his phone. Wow. So, in real time, people there saw her react to seeing this on his phone wow. in front of everyone. That's crazy. Coachella's come, this weekend? Come to find out that <laughs> the Tom that she was making out with at Coachella over the summer was oh, yeah. that Tom. Whoa. Sandoval. And they have been together for over six months behind everyone's backs. Wow. He lives with Ariana. She would stay at their house and he would do the old knock, knock, knock. You need a glass of water? Can I help you with something? Can I yeah. hold that for you? And like the Bravo world exploded because everyone's on Team Ariana. Everyone hates Sandoval. And Raquel was just clear. She's clearly just trying to become famous in her own right. Mm-hmm. This, this is a major story. Huge story in the Bravo world. So what's the what's the fallout? What's the what's the hot goss? What's the news well, with Narco? So, so then Andy Cohen, yeah. the leader of Bravo. Of course. He's, he got his crews... Let's They're get on the there. scene. Let's get on the scene. And they started recording. Where's Andy? So apparently this is all going to be featured at the end of this season. Oh, wow. This is going to be good. Okay. It's going to be wild. All right. This is bringing people together. We're at a restaurant you in Chicago. Just talking, did you guys push the tables just, together? We're just... Did you push the tables together? Do you have new friends now? No, they're pretty close. The tables okay. were close. But know, we were just Etta. going yeah. back and forth. And oh, man. Do you guys have new friends? Did oh, you make new friends? Yeah, well, they're nice people. Yes, okay. absolutely. All this, right. this was This was going through. This was shocking people from all over Okay. on uh, Friday and Saturday night. This is big information on the internet. Okay, can I give you my two bits? Yeah. If you ever... <laughs> If you ever, 
if you ever, ever, ever give me crap about talking about The Bachelor ever again. Uh, this is different. Ever again. No, it's not. Uh, you've got big business behind The you. Bachelor is on ABC, network television. two and a half hour shows. Network television. Nonsense. If you ever give me crap about talking about Zach and his journey for love tonight and the night before hometowns and there are, we got to get, we got to get down. We're at six. The we got to get down to hometowns tonight because hometowns are next week. If you ever give me crap again, remember this evening. Remember March 6th. Remember March 6th at 7.40 p.m. when I'll get eight minutes back. Never, ever going to get this time back in my life. Never, ever going to get it back. Now you're caught up, though. No, I, I understand that. Sam is cheating on Ariana with not Raquel. Not going to watch. Not going to watch. And but throughout now, the season, they were very friendly. And now people are going back to old footage and like, oh, they're a little too friendly. Look at that. Now that, now that people know. Never again. <laughs> Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Eberflus. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. I'm just saying, it was big news over the weekend. I am. I'm, uh, it was. Uh, Blucky Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Jay Cantu and Nick Moxala for producing tonight's show. Blucky Abdallah, Tyler Aki, and Jeff Miller will be in for us tomorrow night starting at 6. Blucky Abdallah, we'll be on our own tomorrow. Abdallah has Tom Waddle. <laughs> Early, 7 a.m., 7 to 10 a.m. That's right. It's spring trading tomorrow. Abdallah and Waddle in the morning. Bop, 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 bop. Followed by Jonathan Hood and Sylvie. They'll be on. They'll be on from 10 to to noon right here (laughs) on ESPN 1000. Did I break you? No, I thought you were going to keep going. No, no, that's not that. It's not my bit. I was pausing to let you go. That's not my bit. Uh, So Sylvie and Jonathan will be on from 10 to noon. Noon to two. Ah, uh, look at this show. Black and Yurko. That's right. If you love the strange calls at night, call tomorrow at noon and tell Yurko. He loves them. He he appreciates our weird calls. You got to work calls. with Yurko last time. It was you a great. night show with Yurko. Oh, this is fair. It was a lot no, of fun. I, I'm, I'm not upset. I love my shift. It I was love, a lot of fun. I, it's going to be great. We had it's a great show awesome. last year. I can't wait to work with Waddle. If you want to talk ball, we're talking ball tomorrow. And then, uh, and then at two, you'll get Carmen and Cap. Tomorrow, right here on ESPN 1000 until Meller and Aki at night at 6. So there you go. Spring trading tomorrow. Do me a favor. Let's each, let's each do something so we can use it for the future. Okay. I'm going to get Yurko to give me a couple of points, like uh, players to look for in the draft. Okay. So then we can use them as sound clips as we get closer to the draft. You do the same with Waddle. So then we'll have combined a bunch of sound clips we can go to. Waddle breaking down players, Yurko breaking down players. I'll try. Try to do that tomorrow morning. I'll try. Try to do that, and I'll try and do it on on the uh, noon to two show with Yurko. All right. And then we'll have some players. We'll have some bios from Yurko and Waddle. It'll be real good. I'm excited for the... uh, Heading towards the draft. To be a part of the Waddle and and Shea and Jay Moore experience tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's not something I... uh, I mean, I worked with Cap last time. We did a show. Did you enjoy that? It was fine, I thought. We we argued about the Bears, and it was great. Uh, I don't think Waddle and I will be arguing very much. I think we have, the, have a lot of the same opinions about the same things. Throw a curveball. 
Just, just, just say something wild? Yeah. Just give him something wild. I talked to one of my sources. <clears throat> so that's tomorrow on ESPN 1000. It's going to be great. Uh, you and I will be back on Wednesday night right yeah, here on ESPN 1000 at 6. Also, Dirk's Bentley tickets tomorrow, too. So uh, This is, again, we're snip-snapping, snip-snapping, snip-snapping. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do, I do want to say this because uh, it, it's short. It's not a long NBA thought, uh, but I, I do want to get it out there. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton hits the shot. The Pacers beat the Bulls uh, yesterday, the game winner. I, I want to say this because I remember my opinions, and we do point out when we get things right, and I also point out when I get things wrong. Uh, number one would be Johnny Manziel. I thought he was going to be a hell of a mm-hmm. quarterback. I thought he was going to be really good. Mm-hmm. He was not. He was a total bust. Uh, I do want to say this. Back leading into the draft where Tyrese Halliburton was selected 12th overall by Sacramento, and then he was later on traded, right? Uh, when he was selected 12th, I remember Jordan Cornette was on the air on Capping Company, and he and I were debating Tyrese Halliburton. And my thought on Halliburton was he'll never be a star. He'll be really good. He'll be good, serviceable. He'll never be a star. His game reminds me a lot of Andre Miller. Remember the old mm-hmm. uh, guard who who attended Utah? Yeah. And uh, he had a really long career, mm-hmm. but never an all-star. He's like that he was, guy. He was never a star. Right? Yeah. I was wrong. Jordan Cornette was right, and I was wrong on Halliburton. Halliburton is a star, and they win games because of him. And the Bulls have a bunch of guys who collect stats, but not many guys that you win because of. Mm-hmm. Halliburton is a guy you win because of. So I just want to note on the record, I was wrong on that projection. I didn't think he'd be it's as okay. good it's, as he, he that's is. That's big of you. Well, I'm, ju- I'm just that's saying. That's big of you. We give sports opinions. I remember my opinion. I didn't think he Where would Chris be one. Where Chris was right. Where Chris was wrong. Well, no, no. <laughs> I, I just didn't think that he would be one of the best players from this draft. Okay. I mean... You have Anthony Edwards, by far, he's a star. Mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball is a star. Mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton is probably, what, the third or fourth best player yeah. in that draft? Mm-hmm. So, I give. I mean, Jordan was right. He he loved the pick, and we were go back and forth, and I was like, he's Andre Miller. He's not going to be a star. Mm-hmm. That shot went down last night, and I was like, man, that kid's awesome. He was an all-star this year. He's the reason the Pacers are uh, fighting for the plan. That's big of you. That's really big of you. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to do something that's equally big. Yeah, I'm sure. I told y'all about this Bulls team. Well, I yeah, told you y'all this Bulls of team course. was going to suck. I told y'all this Bulls team wasn't going to make the playoffs or make the play in and get bounced. I told you this team didn't add anything. And y'all got fooled. Oh, Pat Bev won us two games. Guess what? They're back to being crap. And you think this front <laughs> office was going to dangle Russell Westbrook? Oh, we tried Russell Westbrook. Oh, we tried Pat Bev. No. They're going to blow this thing up, and they're going to start, and they're going to be crap again next year. So good luck to you. I was where Chris was wrong, where Abdallah was right. Right, yes. Eber flow. Sure. Uh, Black and Abdallah, tomorrow we will be split up. <laughs> Abdallah has Waddle. I'll be with Yurko. Spring trading tomorrow. Carmen in North Riverside, you want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.